When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, we have arrived, we have made it to my big mouth final impressions. There was a moment there when I wasn't sure we would make it, but I think after finishing Big Mouth, I was left feeling enough to discuss my final impressions about it. And as you may know, I don't do final reviews as I did in my first season of my podcast anymore because I wasn't sure I wanted that kind of pressure on myself when talking about K-dramas I had just finished watching. I wanted instead to talk about what kind of impression the drama left with me. Um, So what did I walk away from the drama thinking and feeling? And if that um, leads to me recommending the drama or not, then I would share that as well in my final impressions episodes. And I'm saying all of this because I think Big Mouth is a perfect drama for me to do a final impressions on. Um, But before I get into those, I want to, of course, give you a quick synopsis of Big Mouth so we just kind of know what story we're even talking about. And then after that, I will give you my final impressions. So Big Mouth um, is a drama that I would describe as um, a legal, political, Robin Hood slash mob prison drama. (laughs) Um, It's led by the magnificent Lee Jong-suk, who I affectionately call Suki. So if I call him that in this episode, forgive me, but I've been calling him that for the past 10 years. So he's always Suki to me, (laughs) but he's one of my loves of my life. Um, But he is playing our title character, um, Park Chang home and he works as a lawyer who doesn't have a great winning rate but is constantly talking big uh, hence the name big mouth about what he can do however he just can never back it up he just never can back it up all that stuff that he talks he can never back it up um, and he works in his little law office with his father-in-law and he's married to go me home and she is a nurse and she's played by yuna from sonish day um, and he also has a lawyer friend who um is um, his name is Kim Sung Tae, and he's played by Oh Wee Sheik. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. However, one day after losing at another case um, and his wife Miho being fed up with him yet again, he gets approached by the mayor of their city, Choi Do Ha. Um, and I'm sorry, Do Ha. Choi Doha, and he's played by Kim Ju Hun, and the the mayor he requests of um, Chang Ho to work, you know, for him to work as a legal representative for three high profile men who happen to be involved involved in a murder case, um, and he's informed that he is, you know, requesting him to be their lawyer because they just need a mouthpiece um, because. 
they believe the case will take care of itself. So they just need someone to stand there and, and, and look pretty. And, you know, after getting involved in this case, Chong Ho um, starts to believe that this is going to be his big break. However, he ends up drugged in a car accident and in prison and then framed as being Big Mouse. And Big Mouse is a notorious swindler or scammer who happens to take money from the rich, um, like the high profile in our forum, which is basically comprised of all the richest people in the city who hold all the power in the city. And this notorious swindler big mouse kind of looks like a robin hood figure in the beginning because like i said he takes money from the rich does he give it back to the poor no not necessarily i don't think um but he is notorious and and chanko in prison gets labeled as being big mouse finally caught so we go from big mouth to big mouse. Um, and if I go back and forth and mess that up throughout this, forgive me because it's a mouthful, big mouth, big mouse. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but in prison, Chang Ho, um, he has to, he starts to tell everyone that, you know, I'm not big mouse. He is denying it. He's denying it. He's denying it. However, to survive, he must pretend to be Big Mouse. Um, and that helps him garner respect from the other inmates. But little does he know, though, is that Big Mouse is a lot closer than he thinks, who's actually next, right next to him a lot of times. And he's actually controlling everything right from inside the prison. And as Chang Ho is trying to survive in prison and figure out who Big Mouse is and why he ended up in prison in the first place, we also have outside of the prison, his wife, Miho, his father-in-law, and his lawyer friend trying to prove his innocence. So that is kind of the synopsis of Big Mouth. Now, that we've gotten the quick rundown out of the way, let's get into my final impressions because I got some thoughts and I broke it down so that I kept it nice and organized because I didn't want to miss some of my points, okay? <laughs> but spoilers may be ahead, so proceed with caution, okay? All right, the first thing I have to mention is the structure of the story and how it progressed. When I did my first impressions of Big Mouth, I was also at the time watching Insider, which is another prison drama that aired this year. Um, however, one of my biggest qualms with that drama was the way it moved from the prison episodes into the inmate being released episodes, you might want to call it. Um, and if I'm watching, and I'm, I don't know if this is you, but I know for me, if I'm watching a prison drama, I want to be in the prison. And when or if the character gets released, I want to see how whatever happened in the prison reflects you know, reflects on the outside. And gratefully, unlike Insider, <laughs> that was the case with Big Mouth. We got tons of time in the prison. And then we have the transition from Chang Ho um, fighting for his life <laughs> to him then running the joint in the prison. And it was marvelous. Oh, it was so much fun. It was exciting. Often it was nail biting too, because there was some, some deaths and some things going on. We were still 
trying to figure out what was happening. It was a lot going on. And I could have kissed the screen as I watched Chang Ho go from denying he was Big Mouth to him proudly wearing the name and ordering inmates and wardens in the prison around. It was lovely to watch. It was amazing. And then when he eventually does get released, because, you know, spoiler, he does get released, um, he, we get to see how the name he made for himself in the present as the fake Big Mouse follows him. And we get to see other inmates join him outside. So those connections um, and relationships continued. And it was all just what I needed and wanted from a prison story. So I loved it. So that is the first thing I had to highlight because I talked a little bad about Insider and how I was disappointed by the transition from being in prison to being out, you know, being released and how I felt like that wasn't done smooth enough. And I felt like I didn't get enough of the prison aspect and da, 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 da. Not the case at all for me with Big Mouth. I definitely think I got my prison my prison episodes that I needed. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so now let's just move on and let's talk a little more about this story and one of its biggest aspects. And that, of course, is the mystery surrounding who is Big Mouse. The bulk of this story is Chang Ho pretending to be this mysterious, hard to catch, big time scammer, Big Mouse. Um, but while he's also trying to find out who Big Mouse is. So he's like pretending to be this person that he's also trying to figure out who he is so he can clear his name from being Big Mouse. And while you're watching this, at least for me, I was reminded of me watching um, Link Eat, Love, Kill, a drama that aired earlier this year. Um, and it had another, it was another drama with a big mystery where it was like a whodunit setup. And when I talked about this drama earlier in an earlier episode, um, I mentioned how by a certain point in the drama, the mystery had gone on for too long without any real leads. And so it just felt like it was dragging it out for no reason. However, lucky for us again, Big Mouth, Big Mouse, sorry, Big Mouth didn't fall victim to this this issue at all. They gave us tons of leads throughout the drama that had us following them and believing we had solved it. But then right when we thought we had, it would switch up again and move along to a new lead. <laughs> and this kept it exciting for me. Instead of it feeling as though they were just dragging us along, I felt active in solving the mystery. I felt like I could do something. Like I knew what was happening and I could put my clues together and say, yep, this is Big Mouth. I'm sorry, this is Big Mouse. Um, and that to me makes for a good mystery story. And they also did not hesitate to actually reveal who Big Mouse was when the story was ready for it. It felt as though the story trusted itself and knew that when there was no reason to keep Big Mouse a mystery any longer, they were like, let's just go ahead and reveal it. And I'll talk more about the reveal of Big Mouse a little bit later here um, when I talk about my characters, but I definitely think as one of Big Mouse's biggest, you know, 
aspects of the story. It was also its best aspect to the story. I love the mystery around Big Mouse. That It pulled me in right from the start and it didn't end up torturing me <laughs> like I felt uh, earlier with Link. I felt like I was being tortured and this was not the case at all with Big Mouth. I felt like it was, uh, you know, I was an active participant in the mystery and that's all I could ever ask for, right? Like that was it. That was such a huge aspect of the story and I think it was one of its best um, for sure. I think they executed it perfectly. Okay. Okay. Of course, I'm moving along because I want to make sure I get through all my points. I have to now move on to my favorite thing to talk about when I'm discussing K-dramas, the characters. With such a complex story as Big Mouth, one that has multiple spheres interacting with one another, there were a lot of characters at play in the story. Some of the spheres we were revolving around were this, you know, this political sphere, the medical one, the law one, a prison one. Um, And in some dramas, we went in and out of all of these, you know, different spheres would usually lead to tons of confusion and plot holes and characters that felt inconsequential. And I, I mean, I can't say there weren't some characters that felt a little fraught with insignificance, but at least I was never confused or lost at any point in this drama. Um, but there were some standout characters for sure. First, I want to mention one of my favorites and one of my standouts, okay? Definitely one of my favorite characters in the story. And this um, might also just be my love song to the actor, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> one of my favorites in this drama was the Kong Ji Hoon um, character played by Yang Kwang Won. And Ji Hoon is presented early on as one of our villains operating in the NR forum. Um, so the, you know, the, this kind of compilation of all these rich, wealthy people. And he's of course driven by money and maybe women <laughs> and his need to beat Choi Jo Ha, the mayor. And he's not a good guy at all, but his evilness is no match <laughs> for some of the other villains. And he actually ends up helping Chang Oh in the end. Um, however, the reason he's one of my favorites is that he's just that um, he's a villain but not really one, you know, that's what I liked about him the most. He is comical in his villain ways. And though it was obvious that he would end up, you know, changing teams at some point, it was still very um, welcome. I loved it. I wanted it. I was waiting to see that moment. I enjoyed the love-hate or the friend-slash-foe relationship he had with Chong Ho. Um, And I also just found him so cute. I thought that every time he was on screen, I would, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. And that's so weird because he's literally in scenes with the Suki. And I was over there looking at him like, oh my gosh, he's just so cute. Um, and I think I just have a crush on the actor, um, Yang Kwang Guan. I always seem to enjoy his performances whenever I see him in something. And this was no different. It just solidified my love from him. Um, I think I just love him. I love him so much. And his character, like I said, it was, he was, he was great. He, he was great. He provided a little bit of comedic um, element to the story, which was not the most comical. Um, 
and he just was fun. He was he was interesting. He kind of kept you on your toes. You didn't know which side he was going to be on, you know, and I ate that up. Um, but I just wanted to highlight him. He's probably not the most, like, he's not the best character by any means, but I definitely think he was a standout for me in this drama. Now, let's move on from a character that made me laugh at times and kind of like, you know, lighten the mood in the drama to the actual villain, the real villain in this drama. And he is played by Kim Joo-hun and it's the mayor character Choi Do-ha. Now, if you want to watch the type of villain on screen where he cries in front of everyone and just, you know, shows his his compassion and he's so heartbroken and sad to then only turn around and walk away cackling, yeah, that's that, that's our Cho Doha. That's him. It was so unnerving watching the performance. Um because he was just so questionable from the from the beginning, like from the start, you knew something was off about him. But he presented himself as a friend instead of a foe, while you know he was doing all this evil and dirty things um, behind the scenes. And he was just a true villain character, and I hated him. Absolutely hated him. There was no redemption arc for him. There wasn't even a glimpse of feeling sorry for him with his backstory of a little boy trying to get revenge on the monster that killed his grandfather. Instead, he just became a bigger monster. His character played his role well. He was a formidable villain. When you would think Chang Ho and his crew had one up on him, he always had another trick up his sleeves. But, you know, for someone, who likes round and full characters such as myself, his character would still be more on the static side for me. He was one note, monotone, never gave me much variation. And I'm not sure if that's something I really appreciate. I mean, and I don't really appreciate that anymore in dramas. I really don't. My standards are a lot higher now. And so I do have to call it out. As much as I can note that his character was the villain character, like he played a stock villain character. Everything about him was evil. He laughed in your face. He cried with you only to then backstab you. He was a villain. Um, And that was fair. But I do still expect more these days. My standards definitely have risen. Um, And if you want to know my gold standard for a villain character in a K-drama, you gotta check out my girl, Jung Sun Ah, played by Kim Min Chung in The Devil Judge. Now that's a villainess you fall in love with, actually fall in love with, while also hating her with all your heart. Like, how is that possible? That's great storytelling. That's a great character. Beautiful. But that's what I expect from my villains. I need you to give me something else besides just being evil. Yes, you can still be evil. Trust me, that is possible. But there's got to be a little bit more. And I don't feel like his character was that. And so this isn't a standout character for me, but definitely a character that I wanted to mention because of his kind of huge role in the story. Um, now, next, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk briefly about the Go Me Ho character, and this actually can apply to the other women characters in this drama. 
It's another show of all the women characters falling victim to their male counterparts. I'm I'm sighing because I'm just I'm I'm trying to hold back my frustration. As much as Go Miho is loving and brave standing beside her man, it's just to her detriment. You know, you want to say, oh, look at her. Look how she, you know, how loving and caring and brave she is. Look at her do what she has to do for her man. But at the same time, when you find out what it ends up doing to her, it's it's like, well... What do we do? What do we do with this? Um, and from the beginning of this drama, it is Miho who is, you know, financially and emotionally supporting her and Chang Ho and doing everything she can to keep them up and running while he is just running around with his big mouth, getting himself in trouble. She ends up playing a major role in helping him while he's trying to clear his name. She also ends up being the key that reveals the major evil at play because she becomes a victim of it. Um, and it's so frustrating to see. It's so frustrating to see. And it didn't sit well with me. One of my real kind of takeaways from this drama was this, my feeling about the way they did my girl Miho. It, it, it just didn't sit well with me. And that's because she and other women in the drama just ultimately ended up as victims. That's it. They just, their story, they're just victims. We follow them, you know, and throughout the drama of fighting and doing their parts and playing their roles as these women standing up to the evils that be, only to then fall prey to all that while the men characters, you know, at least end up alive. Well, most of them do. And I was just annoyed. I was just annoyed to say the least. And it was so unexpected when they went the route of making Miho sick. And of course, if you know me, if you know me, I struggled with that so much. It just was fuel to my fire. Like it was so, I just angered me. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't sure I was going to finish the drama but it was only two more episodes left. So I was like, okay, I gotta finish it. But it was, it was rough. I was not sure I was going to finish it when they went that route, um, of making her sick. Um, but even in saying this about how, you know, they did her character dirty, (laughs) I still can't say I liked her character. Um, I just wasn't happy with the trajectory of her character. And if anything, I believe she was also a little bit of an incomplete character, you know, this, they made her an accessory to Chang Ho's character, um, where they never gave her a personality outside of fighting for him and being the noble one in the story. And ultimately, that led to her, you know, character just falling flat for me, even after all she did. You know, I don't really know how to explain it, but it felt as though the story simply used her character instead of you know, telling her character's story. It's something I've been noting now that I'm podcasting about K-dramas and talking extensively about storytelling and construction, story construction and characters in their development. And it's something that can make or break a drama for me. Whether the drama 
is telling the story of their characters or if they are using their characters simply to drive plot. And of course, that to you, you may be like, oh, well, then it's a plot driven story versus a character driven story. And I don't think it's as simple as that. Um, I don't think I don't know if that makes sense, but it's the main reason that I'm frustrated with the Miho character. She felt like such a used character, like they just drug her all over the story only to then dispose of her body in the end. And it was disappointing. It was disappointing to say the least. And this was my first time actually getting through a a drama with Yuna, the actress in it, and actually not being frustrated with her acting. I mean, I've not, I have not been the biggest fan of Yuna since the beginning of her acting days. I'm going to be a hundred percent. I was one of those people that I had my nose turned up at her on the screen and I have been very disappointed with her characters and her acting. But this was the first time when I actually was like, okay, I'm with you, Yuna. You're pulling this one through. I get it. I see what you're doing here. I'm moving with you. She has grown so much as an actress and I could definitely tell it in this drama. But with such a character, it just was so mad. I was so frustrated. I was like, finally, Yuna, you're getting somewhere. And then we get this, this character where they just, like I said, just drug her through the mud. And I was disappointed, to say the least. Disappointed. But okay, now let me talk a little bit about, you know, we're done talking about Miho. Let's talk about her counterpart, um, Chong Ho. So, and while I talk about Chong Ho, I'll just also talk about the actual Big Mouse character um, in the story as well. So, Chong Ho, he was well done. He was a well done character. Um, and Suki was perfect as usual watching him in the drama was just another reminder of how amazing he is as an actor i mentioned this before when talking about big mouth in a previous episode um and how the best part of suki in this drama is that he feels like he's acting multiple roles first it's the incompetent lawyer cute husband then the confused inmate trying to find his way in prison to the Big Mouse inmate who takes over the prison to finally Big Mouse himself. And another thing I kept harping on in my first impressions about this drama was how much I actually wanted Chang Ho to be the actual Big Mouse the entire time. I wanted it to be a twist where it was like, you know, his front of a sloppy lawyer would have, you know, been the perfect front, you know, Um, and that the whole time, we would get to, it would get revealed um, that he would transition from the incompetent lawyer framed in jail, denying he's Big Mouse, to Big Mouse himself. himself. And guess what? That's what happened. Um, but, you know, in a way I wasn't originally expecting. <laughs> so th- there is a real Big Mouse. And the real Big Mouse is a fellow inmate that um, Chanko ends up becoming really close with during his prison time. And when Big Mouse reveals himself to Chanko in prison, it's a little anticlimactic. It wasn't some intense scene. It was actually quite a quiet scene. Um, it was literally in the dark with a candle held up. Um, and I remember thinking, okay... Well, I guess, <laughs> but, but you know, you know, I was like, okay, I guess he's Big Mouse. I guess this is the reveal. I was expecting something a little bit more dramatic, but okay. But that's when I realized the purpose for such a scene. It was revealed to us not 
you know, what it was supposed to reveal to us was not Big Mouse himself, but that Chang Ho, by this point, has started to become Big Mouse. He was more Big Mouse than Big Mouse by this point. And even Big Mouse himself had to hand it to him. So the transition to Chang Ho becoming Big Mouse after the actual Big Mouse is killed is smooth and natural. Of course, he, you know, is to take up the mantle in a much more Robin Hood fashion um, where he's, you know, stealing from the rich and giving back to the poor. But he is still Big Mouse. And the other thing I liked about his character is that he wasn't afraid to get a little dirty. And though he kept talking about law and bringing people to justice with the law, he still knew in the end that, yeah, that's not going to work with some of (laughs) y'all. And then he handled them accordingly. Let me just say that. I was quite happy with that um, when he, you know, what happened in the end. I mean, I guess I can reveal it, but you know, he, he ended up handling some folks accordingly and I, I appreciated that. Um, so yeah, overall his character was the best for me in Big Mouth, but that's because, you know, he's the title character, right? But even his character could have gave me a little bit more. In the end with Miho dying, he had one breakdown moment and then It was like the rest was back to business for him. And I thought that was a little weird. I was expecting him to be a little bit more torn up. Um, I thought I was going to see him break down a little bit more. I thought it was going to be a more extensive, you know, moment of just like torment and torture. You know, he would be tormented and just like, you know, he would just have taken it really hard. Um, But it wasn't that route. It didn't go that route. So... This actually leads me to the ending of the drama because with, you know, his character and how I felt he handled Miho dying and even her death and all of that, was it me or did it feel rushed, that ending? And is there supposed to be a second season? And did they ever address the doctor being killed by her husband or did I miss that? And what happened with the evil son of the chairman from overseas in Texas? Is he supposed to be the reason we return for a second season? And just what is up with all these dramas writing multiple seasons? <laughs> this is a new phenomenon in gay drama land and I don't have time for it. I do not have time for it. Uh, but yeah, so for me, the ending of the drama left me with a lot of questions. So my final kind of impressions was like, wait a second, what is happening? Did I miss something? Are we going to follow this up? Is there supposed to be more to this story? Wait, what's going to happen next? Are, do I want to know what's going to happen next? Miho's gone. What does this mean? You know, I, I was left with quite a few questions at the end. And I and I don't think it was done well. Because <laughs> it felt rushed. It felt a little rushed. It felt like we're ending this because we know we want to finish the story in another season. You know, that kind of thing. And I said this back when I watched Vincenzo last year, where um, the ending was a little womp, 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 because you can feel that they were preparing themselves to to gear up for another season if they needed it to. And I'm not liking that feel. I'm not. I like the story to feel with a period at the end, and then that's it. 
and it didn't feel like a period. It felt like a lot of question marks, um, not just one question, like lots of question marks. And I don't know, I don't know if that changes my perspective, my like my perspective on the drama as a whole. Because I think what I really want to say about the drama was that it left me feeling like, oh, it was a solid drama. Like it really was. Like from beginning to mostly the end, <laughs> it was pretty solid. They had me. I understood where they were going. There was no confusion. They didn't lose me. It didn't feel like there were any plot holes until we get to that final episode. And then it's like, wait, we didn't address some things. And we just, when we're done and it's over. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't completely satisfied with that. I wasn't completely happy with that. And I don't want to say the entire drama was disappointing because it wasn't. It's just that ending because I'm not sure if I'm supposed to want this next season because I don't really want a next season. I would have rather them show me and told the rest of the story. But I have to say with the evil son of the chairman from overseas in Texas, um, if that is supposed to be like a driving force for another season, I am kind of interested because I kept wondering like, they, there's this this evil guy who's an actual murderer living abroad and he's an heir to all this this kind of money what does that mean you know what does that mean and I I think they have a story for season two but I still feel like they could have wrapped up the end of season one or in this drama a little bit more closed a little bit more tight with less plot holes um and even like at the end when they kind of show like the montage of like how everyone ended up you know with the the kind of three guys who were originally on you know on trial for murder going to jail and then you know showing my um Ji-hoon character how he you know became the president of another you know group and you know you just kind of see like their little plurbs of like oh these are the headlines of these what happened to these people and I don't I don't know it felt quick it felt rushed even like Miho dying felt rushed because if you compare the time span of her getting sick and then her passing away to that of the inmate that she befriends and kind of really cares for who also gets sick the same way she did, you know, he was around a lot, a lot longer than she was. And again, I'm, I don't know. I feel like they could have done better. They could have done better with that ending. But I could just be, it could have just been me being mad <laughs> at what was happening with the Miho character and just being a little frustrated that I kind of was overlooking some things in the final, you know, minutes. But I'm, I, I don't think they address some of those things. And I'm assuming that's because they want to bring that stuff back up for later on. And even how Chang Ho ends up getting rid of our main villain, the mayor, um, Duha, how he ends up getting rid of him. It was quick, man. It was, it was good. I was glad he did it. You know, I was happy about it, but it was like, it just came out. He just showed up and then all of a sudden he was dead. I was like, okay, you know. I don't know. It just felt quick. I just felt quick. And maybe that was a testament to what the Chanko character was feeling after the passing of Miho, where it was just everything from then, from that point on was just like, let's get this done and let's, let's resolve this. Let's get rid of the people we need to get rid of. I'm over it. You know, maybe that was the way he was dealing or handling 
with the Miho, with you know, Miho passing, I, I guess if I look at it that way, it makes a little bit more sense. But I don't think that was the case. I really don't. I don't think that was the case. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to say this was going to be like a solid like drama for me. Like, oh my gosh, I would highly recommend. This. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh my gosh, it was great. But it, the ending got a little floppy. It got a little rushed. But the most of the ride, though, of this drama, like I said, I I was there with the Chanko character through most of it. I enjoyed the mystery of him discovering and finding out who Big Mouse was. And I liked how it was kind of a little reversal where he wasn't Big Mouse to only then become Big Mouse. I love that aspect of the story. And I think I would enjoy more, maybe, you know, if they do continue on, I think I would enjoy seeing him as big mouse a little bit more because he did a really good job as big mouse he was a great big mouse um so yeah i don't know i i could have i it could have ended better for me there were some plot holes there's some holes there at the end it felt a little rushed but overall i think i was left feeling that it was solid they got me through most of that drama pretty easily i was there for the ride like i said there was there were some elements that just kept me there on the edge of my seat Suki was hands down amazing. Kenny, I mean, I don't, can he be any better? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. And then the, um, the Jihoon character was great. He was wonderful on screen. I mean, if you wanted to kind of laugh at some points at a villain, Duha had some scenes there, some moments where you were basically like, is he serious? Like he would be crying and have a tear rolling down his face and then he would turn to the side and then start laughing it was so it was comical but you know um it was still quite creepy and I think that's what they were the fact they were going by going for it's a little creepiness and also the prison aspect was one of my favorites like I said I was definitely we were in the prison we got to experience everything that was going on there and the inner workings and I and I like that. I like that. Tell, give me my setting, set it up. Let me see. Let me see some stuff play out in it. And then you can move them out of it. Um, and I think they did a great job with that. So, you know, mostly a solid drama. I would recommend it if you don't get the spoiler, if you are, haven't been spoiled, if you've seen spoilers and you know, you know <laughs> what's happened, I don't know if it's going to be as enjoyable because big part of my enjoyment was the mystery of finding out who Big Mouse was. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's all I got for my final impressions of Big Mouth. I expected to, to walk away with a little bit more impressed by it. But again, the ending, it can mess you up, man. When that ending falls flat, it does kind of <laughs> kind of dampers your, your mood about things. It kind of dampered my mood when, you know, when I finished it. But I will say, again, I had a good ride with it. Like getting to that end, despite the end being something I did not enjoy, the most of the ride of the drama was good was good okay it was good so it was a solid drama writing most of the writing was there um definitely acting was there very very impressed by Yuna coming back and 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 trying to show me I was wrong about her (laughs) but she did a really good job um but yeah so that's it that's my let me you guys let me know if you finished the big mouth let me know what your thoughts were about 
the whole Miho situation and how it ended and like am I the only one who you know was annoyed and frustrated by that um and then also did the ending feel rushed and was there some things that I miss as in like did they not address some of those things or is it you know or did it happen and I just missed it I don't know let me know but um that's it that's all for this episode I want to thank you so much for listening and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening I hope you have a great day so everyone it's been real Lola's off